You're listening to Fucks Given, the one with Tanaka Fuego. Hello, curious fuckers. I'm Reed. And I'm Florence. And together we're Come Curious. When we're not just fucking around on YouTube and Instagram. Every Thursday, we invite a new guest onto Fucks Given to talk about their best fucks, worst fucks, and the fucks that made them. We also answer your sex questions and read out your sex stories. So stay tuned as we divulge all the delicious details. Welcome. Thank Hi. you. Hi. <laughs> You're like, ready, just sipping my tea. Not really ready to start. <laughs> I'm super ready. I'm super excited. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we're yeah. really excited to have you here. Tell our curious fuckers a little bit about yourself. Uh, my name's Tanaka Fuego. I'm an international spoken word artist. Amazing. Um, yeah, just an artist overall in general. Yeah. Do you have like a theme for your spoken word? Do you ever talk about sex? Do I talk about sex? I don't think in a very explicit way. Mm-hmm. I also find like poetry that talks about sex super cringy. Because <laughs> no, listen, everyone goes to the cliches of like I drowned in her Nile, oh. her legs were the Red Sea, and I'm like, no one gives a fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm pretty sure she was dry as shit in this lube, but. <laughs> That's so good. Yes, for me, most of the time, I just speak about my um, my experiences of just like you know mental health, mm-hmm. um, being trans, mm-hmm. um, my blackness, and then also like I used to live in America for a bit, Ooh, and where? then um, in Indiana, oh, in the Midwest. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I speak on my experiences like a black trans man being someone who lived in the Midwest when there was like the transgender bathroom bill. What's the bathroom bill? Um, basically, it was in place to stop trans people from going to a toilet of their choice. What? So, like, oh, back in the Midwest, I would have had to use the women's toilet, mm. even though I never did, because that would have been scary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking vaginas, man. Yeah. No. <laughs> fuck number one. The last fuck. My last fuck um, it was with my girlfriend. Hey. And it was amazing. Yeah, beautiful. It was great stuff, like movie magic, you know. Movie magic. Yeah, but is sex really like the movies? You know what? I feel like sex is better than the movies. Whoa! Mm. Because I feel like you know, you know, maybe not not my girlfriend, but like with previous partners. Yeah, I've definitely had sex, and like you know, something awkward happens. You know what I mean? Like the pussy farts. Yeah, and then like maybe like you know, shortly don't know how to work around it and she feels awkward and she's giggling yeah. and you've got to look at her and be like it's okay do you yeah. know what I mean like I can it's fart okay. right now too do you know yeah. what I mean <laughs> if it makes you comfortable you know but now like I feel like that element of like realness for me yeah is something I really crave a lot of people really can't stand queefing like they like when it happens yeah. to them they're just like they don't know what yeah. to do because it completely ruins the moment they feel really embarrassed and I don't know are there some partners out there that maybe would make them feel weird about it I know someone who literally it happened to a friend of mine where she queefed in bed and he was literally like he didn't say anything then but afterwards he was like oh but that's just from the gas that your vagina creates and it was such (laughs) like he clearly wasn't taught or didn't understand that it's just trapped air that's come into your vagina and then escapes rather than he thought it was actually like he pumped it in there yeah (laughs) <laughs> he, he thought it was actual, like like a fart, like we create, yeah, create yeah. inside us. 
Yeah, like, I can't lie. <laughs> 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 no, you know what? I don't like, was it queef shame or anything oh. like that? But um, I've definitely had like a previous partner where like, do you know, it just like keeps happening. Yeah. And it just keeps going on and on and on and on. And I'm like, yo, this sound is like fucking up my fucking, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like it's taking me out of my zone. Yeah. Because every time like, it, it kept carrying off like a good like 20 mm-hmm. minutes. Well, it's, it's not okay. sexy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like it can happen. It's funny. And that's, yeah, yeah. And it's a natural thing. But like, if I'm going, do you know what I'm saying? I'm piping it's for 20 not, minutes. And, and I'm just going, Oh no! <laughs> Were you guys in Dougie? No, missionary. Fuck, man. Wow. And it was just like, it's I had just to, been yeah. you. <laughs> Opening yeah. it up. Oh. I think if that happens, you have to laugh about it. Yeah. But you all talk yeah. about it. Don't let it just linger. And yeah. Because like, when you she laugh. She would have been feeling really embarrassed. Oh, yeah. so embarrassed. 100%. The poor girl. 100%. Oh. Yeah, I think she was used to it, but like, I wasn't. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, like prep me. <laughs> if you told me, I yeah. feel like if I'm having sex, like if anyone's having sex with anyone, shouldn't they be like, shouldn't you be able to have healthy dialogue? Definitely. Like why are you having sex with someone that you don't think you can even talk to? That's very true. You know what I mean? Especially it's if it's right. not like a one night stand type thing, like you know this person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's a bit weird. I mean, I always get it when I do doggy. That is like the number one position. Yeah. If I fuck in that position, it's like, especially when you've got ass up, face down. I mean, it's a beautiful look, but when your vagina's like, <gasps> like sucking oh my in God, yeah. that gas and then you <laughs> put whatever in it. It sounds like it Voldemort. Just... Sounds so scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it literally was. Fuck two. The first fuck. All <laughs> yeah. eyes on me. Like <laughs> uh, my first time. My first like the time I count mm-hmm. as my first time. Um interesting, it was in an alleyway. Oh. In Liverpool Street. Whoa. Yeah. What, what around here? Yeah. Fuck. I'm wow, so that sorry, Mum. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry to everyone who's listening. I apologise. Don't give him a link. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was an alleyway opposite Shoreditch, Liverpool Street Station. Um, it was a good time. I think, do you know what it was? It was just such a rush. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Especially because it was like such a random moment of like lust and passion mm-hmm. so it's like oh fuck yeah let's do this and it was great but now looking back obviously I can be like that was not amazing yeah you know what I mean mm-hmm. but like it was good well we grow with our experiences yeah we're always comparing them to ones we've had yeah so I mean like can comparison you- is the fee for joy though isn't it can you tell us more? Was this like a the a the virginity that you or... like to oh this is like our f- first first date mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah, a first date. Yeah, it was our first date. Wow, yeah, like for a yeah, dating yeah. app or yeah, I met her on Tinder. Um, it's crazy. I, I accidentally swiped on her as well. Oh really? Oh. Yeah, she was just on it, and I was like, Do you know what? You know that oh, it sounds so bad, <laughs> but like you know, when you don't have like high self esteem at that time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I was kind of like, well, you like me, why not? I like you back. Yeah. You know, like wow me, I'll let you. <laughs> and- <laughs> And I let her wow me. And she did. She wowed me. Nice. In an alleyway. In an alley- <laughs> she wowed me in was an she, alleyway. Yeah, she wow- wowed me. You know what I mean? Oh, Mouth love. open wow. <laughs> oh, my God. How old are you? you? You don't mind me asking. Um, shit. Like, 17? 17. Yeah. 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 Snap. Yeah, yeah, 17. Mm-hmm. 17 time I count, yeah. 
Yeah. Other times I understand count. Nah. Yeah, fuck yeah. Them. I'm like yeah, in a truck. I think, oh. and that's that's like a really good point. Is that you don't have to lay, like you can label your virginity whatever you want. Yeah. Really. Like yeah. what was your first time? Not right. like whatever happened in the past. Because we actually got a question in like not too long ago in an episode where someone had basically been raped and that was her first time mm-hmm. and Whoa, she was heavy. basically not telling anyone that that was her first time and we were like but that wasn't your first time right it wasn't yours yeah Do you, know I mean? you didn't choose exactly mm-hmm. yeah 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 of course yeah so it's really important to be able to label your own first times especially if like past experiences were traumatic yeah, yeah or if you know you're, you're a different person like we always say the virginity is penetrative mm-hmm. and it doesn't fucking have to be it could be like the first mm. time you're like just I don't getting all handsy with another girl yeah, or the same yeah. same gender as you. Like it doesn't have to be this like male female penetration, yeah. which is what we're only taught about in fucking school. Right. Mm-hmm. And then virginity is always like put on a pedestal as well. Oh yeah. Yo, that yeah. shit when like people be selling their virginities online and yeah, stuff. I don't know why I didn't do that with mine. Yo, I would have done it too though. <laughs> We could have like a two for one sale. Yeah, oh my god, could you imagine? Make millions. Fuck, I would. Yeah. Who wants to fuck a tranny boy? (laughs) You know, there's so many guys who would actually want to do it. Yeah. Yeah, like, like, so many straight men love tranny boys. So many white gay men love tranny boys. Yeah, it's like a huge fetish. Yo, it's such a huge. My first, like, white boy kiss was Mm -hmm. at heaven yeah and it was like the most grossest thing ever in the world oh god like why? he came up to me and he was like i like all boys and i was like what the fuck <laughs> what do you mean what do you mean all boys yeah and he was like you know i like i like trans guys too yeah and i'm like i didn't fucking ask and then yeah. he kissed me uh, and yeah and i was like oh this is gross uh, tasted like i mean you know those slugs you see on the road oh no what? yeah you're the only ones you put salt on to kill yes yeah yeah that kind of kiss because man had no uh, lips oh <laughs> just all slobber yeah a yeah. slimy tongue I'm sorry. Right. I'm still waiting for a white gay man to change my mind there yeah hit me up <laughs> you know actually weirdly talking about slugs is that that's exactly how I destri- described my first kiss to my friends yeah like when I had first ever made out with someone it was like it was like there was two slugs in my mouth like oh, that's hilarious I made out with someone one time and it was just like they were putting their tongue deep deep in my mouth oh. and I literally almost vomited and it was, like, it was actually in like Brick Lane oh shit oh god yeah. that sounds so rough I love how like Liverpool Street and Shoreditch are the backdrops to my yeah. sexual yeah. life <laughs> What else has happened in London? Um, a lot of things actually. Oh. Like, we fucked a short yeah the bus stop one time on what? a bus. Yeah, it's cool. On the bus. Yeah. On what? the bus. Yeah. Fucking hell. Like, yeah. This is very like into the public London. sex. Yeah. Actually, I'm into public sex so bad, but I've calmed down. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? But like, I've definitely was into public sex for a bit. Yeah. If it wasn't public, I actually couldn't get turned on. Really? No, that, it's actually really bad. Yeah. That's like the definition of a fetish. Is yeah. where you you physically need to have that oh, to wow. be turned on yeah, and to yeah. come and then yeah. if not that then I'll drink oh shit yeah yeah I have to, she'll buy me a bottle of rum wow every time I go around hers just to fuck yeah fuck that's I mean is that different now yeah 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 Yay. yeah. like now I can have like sober sex and then fully enjoy it but yeah. then again I think it just came to me just not being attracted to her yeah which is really fucked visible. up do you know mm-hmm. what I mean like so I just... you needed to be attracted to the situation rather than yeah fuck three the best fuck. Best time. Uh, my partner now. She's, mm. yeah, it's incredible. Amazing. Magical. 
Why is that? Is it because of like a deep connection? Is that like in love? Yeah, I'm in love. Yeah, I've been in love. I am in love. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) A long time ago. Um, (laughs) No, um, a deep connection. Yeah, I feel like a deep connection always helps. You know what I mean? It's always like a plus. You know, you're always gonna say no to that. But I feel like I just felt so comfortable. Mm. You know, like I've definitely done stuff that I would never do sexually ever before. Some people just make you feel more comfortable than you have ever felt. Yeah, 100%. And, like, I feel like, especially with my dysphoria that comes, just, like, me being trans, mm-hmm. she's super... Like, I don't... Sometimes I have to not say anything, you know, and she just gets it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, like, perfect. I've had people try and push me, you know? Yeah. Like, like, I'm very uncomfortable with certain things at times that I can yeah. be very comfortable with. And other times, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? People change their minds. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time, I think it was just, like this girl was trying to just touch me like just trying to touch my she was trying to touch my bum yeah in public and I was like I'm not into it mm-hmm. and then she'll be like but if you're touching me why can't I touch you huh and I was like you uncomfortable by me touching you like I'll stop and she's like no mm. I'm like then how does this fucking equate do you know yeah. what I mean like we have two different levels of comfortability yeah and then she like pushed me against the wall and like tried to yeah <gasps> yeah it was not weird cool. yeah it's not cool innit? get rid wow yeah but then I also found myself very intrigued in it like how I think when you're a masculine energy, when it comes mm. to femme energy, it's like, was that an assault? Do you know what I mean? That's can, very true. Can yeah. I feel uncomfortable by the fact that this femme being, do you know what I mean? Like, tried to push me? Yeah, you of can. Course. And then it's that, like, do you know what I mean? But, like, I think that's real life, you know? Yeah, like, it is confusing. Yeah, you feel weird about that. Especially mm. when you yeah. feel like you have more power and control and that's taken away from you. Even yeah. just, I think if you feel uncomfortable in any situation, it's not okay. That's and you're allowed it. to feel that. Mm-hmm. That's it. And then I forgot what else you were talking about. We're talking about, wait, what <laughs> we're talking we talking about, about the best about? fuck. Oh, the yeah. best fuck. Guys, we need to stay on topic. Yeah, it's tangent. <laughs> I know, like, this went from the best fuck to the right. worst. Right, okay, so, experience. yeah. What I'm saying is my partner now, yes. like, she wouldn't do I mean, that. Oh, she gets you. Yeah, she gets me. It's just that, that inherent feeling of, like, safety. Mm. And, yeah, yeah, she a freak, so it's cool. Hey, that. that's we so good. That. Well, that's like the most important thing to feel safe with your partner, especially when things get kinky. This is a this is an advert from BetterHelp Therapy Online. This is an ad from BetterHelp Therapy Online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get light... Matched. Just fill out... Why is it so hard to do? I'm like looking that way. I can't do this. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. With over a thousand therapists in the UK already, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety (laughs) of expertise. (laughs) With over a thousand... With over a thousand therapists in the UK already, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety of expertise in mental health. 
Do you need to say that again? This episode is sponsored by Beducated. As you all know, I've been on a little bit of a celibacy journey. <laughs> Meaning I haven't had sex in over a month. So I've been looking into how I can experience more pleasure with my solo sex. And this is where Beducated comes in. Because they have all the courses that I need to learn how to do like sensual reawakening with my vulva and tantric massage. And also... I saw a course on there about learning how to dirty talk. I know this is completely not relevant, but <laughs> I'm really intrigued. No, it's all relevant. Beducated is this really amazing website where you can sign up to do courses and learn about sex, like dirty talking. I've been doing a squirting course. <gasps> oh, wow. So in all spirit of masturbation may... We're sharing Beducated with you. Yes. I mean, what's not better in masturbation, mate, to actually take the time to focus on yourself and your own pleasure and masturbate. And it's literally good for you. It releases all your happy hormones and reduces stress. There's literally no reason not to masturbate. So Florence, what have you been learning in your course? I've been learning techniques that I have never tried before when it comes to masturbation which areas are more sensitive and which bits turn me on more. The technique thing has been blowing my mind. Like the way that the language is used and, you know, it's it's people just like us teaching. It's not, I don't know, it's not someone sitting there in a lab coat. It's people who have had these experiences. I was learning from Lola Jean. She's like the squirt queen, right? And the way that she talks about even just like, not going straight into G-spot stimulation. She's explaining everything that, you know, if you have an oversensitive G-spot, you might not want to go in with direct penetration. You want to explore and give pleasure to your G-spot externally, you know, not necessarily on the clitoris. I feel like if I keep going and I keep practice with this, I will be able to squirt. And if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, you can try Beducated with 50% off the yearly pass with our coupon code COMECURIOUS. That's C-O-M-E, curious. Don't say we don't look after you. And of course, you can try all Beducated courses for one day absolutely free and you won't be charged for the first 24 hours. You can cancel any time and... They have a 14-day money-back guarantee. So invest in your love life today and join Beducated now from just $8.33 per month. Get access to over 100 courses online from the world's top experts. To get on Beducated now, click the link in the description and remember to use our coupon code COMECURIOUS. That's C-O-M-E, CURIOUS. Invest in your solo pleasure this masturbation may or use it with a partner. You can also get a personalised beducated gift card for your loved ones. Happy wanking! We wanted to tell you about our Patreon. We just wanted to say that we're independent and this is a really good way for independent podcasts to fund themselves. You can find all the links to the right stuffs in the show notes, in the description, and of course on our social media, on our little link tree. So yeah, check it out and come say hi. Fuck number four. The worst fuck. My, my ex cheated on me. 
Oh. And then like, we went on holiday together. Mm-hmm. But then again, she didn't really cheat on me because I cheated on her. Like, oh, fuck, oh. that's twisted. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I didn't really feel, t- I, you know, it was my ego yeah. that I felt a type of way because she, she fucked someone who was cis. Yeah. Oh shit! And then mm-hmm. it was like this weird play of like, I'm not man enough. I hate myself. Yeah. And then like we were on a holiday, and then like I had I hate you sex. Oh yeah. Was it um, good or was it shit? Oh shit! I put no. That's rude. Um, <laughs> you have to say the name. Tell us. No, I wasn't gonna say the name. I was gonna be like her pussy was shit in general. Oh yeah. Oh, if she wasn't feeling it, then yeah, pussy can be shit. Pussy can be shit. No, she was loving it. Mm-hmm. She was giving her best performance, genuinely. Like, I can give her that credit. No, no, no. Like, she did a job, you know? Yeah. yeah. But I was just kind of, like, over it. Do you know when you're, like, over that lust phase? So you're, like, now, like, I really can tell, like, this key in lock. Yeah, it's dead. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it just wasn't, like, it fit. Yeah. But you but can tell it wasn't, it wasn't the house. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, this isn't my house. I don't own this one. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? The bank still owns it. So, yeah. <laughs> But <laughs> that's, so that's not me. That's so good. But che- the cheating thing's interesting, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because especially considering you'd already cheated on her. Multiple times. I mean, I still think it's technically Multiple cheating times. if you're fucking some- doing anything behind your partner's back. That's cheating. Okay, so maybe I didn't cheat. Uh-huh. Well, I did cheat. But also did stuff in front of her. Oh. So was she into it? No. What? Wait, <laughs> what? That is Wait, not- and she didn't leave? Like I was at a club one time and I just sat down and like this was I was trying to change my life. Yeah. I was like, I'm gonna stop cheating, like I'm really gonna just do you know what I mean? Like be my head screwed on this time. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting down, I'm just trying to breathe because like, when I'm at a party I dance, you know what I mean? I'm a vibe, yeah. I'm a vibe. So I'm chilling, this girl comes to sit on my lap. Oh, Random as hell. I was like, well, God works in mysterious ways. Do you know what I mean? Like, blessings on blessings. Fuck's sake. She's just sitting on my lap. She's talking to me, whispering in my ear. She's like, you're a poet. I'm a poet too. I'm like, well, fuck. Do you know what I mean? Great. We start talking about work. Yeah. And then next you know, like, we're making out. And my girlfriend's looking for you, for looking for me, my ex at the time. Shit. She was looking for me in the club. And I'm making out with this girl. And then she sees me. But we stopped making out by this time. But my hand was up this girl's skirt. Oh fuck! <laughs> oh. So like my hands are up there. I'm like playing a little bit, and my girlfriend comes like my girlfriend comes to sit next to me <gasps> while I'm fingering this girl. Jeez. Underneath her skirt. Shit. And this girl's just like, and I'm like, whoa. And then my my girlfriend's like, you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> are you right? Yeah, I'm good. I'm just taking a bit of breather. And mind you, this girl's still sitting on my lap. And I'm still oh fingering her. Oh my That's god! Such a complicated situation. So fucked Did up. Did you talk it? about it afterwards, or was that the only interaction with that? With that girl? No, I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, like, did your girlfriend bring it up afterwards? Like, hey, uh, so you just made out of a girl? Oh yeah. Me? So this was like, crazy. What? Like, you'd assume that she probably would have known in it. Like, something was up. You know, more than depends how drunk she was. She was sober. Uh-huh. I was a drunk one. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. Um, but even then, I take accountability. I fucked up, do you know what I mean? But um, the night, yeah, the night of, she was like, what did you do? And I was like, nothing. I just denied it. Yeah. And then, like, the morning, like, the next morning, I'm like, yo, like, nah, we made out and stuff. But I didn't fully disclose everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I was in the gym, and she's phoning me, and she's crying. And I'm like, oh. all right, yeah, 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 finger turn stuff. And then she forgave me that night. Idiot. 
<laughs> low self-esteem and you know what yeah, though like emotionally abusive relationships do that and mm-hmm. do you know what I mean I take accountability I was probably emotionally abusive yeah, yeah. I, I mean thank thank you for talking about it because mm. actually admitting to cheating is quite a hard thing to do because people yeah, instantly definitely. look at you like scum and Yo, <laughs> like no. people can make mistakes like my mum brought me up like being like cheating is worse than murder so I had it in my head that it was <laughs> like really bad yeah 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 this like hyper monogamous shit mm-hmm. we have to do yeah and do you know what I, I mean cheating is bad because it's being it's like, lying it's not being honest yeah being dishonest yeah. is like, bad in you itself you can mm-hmm. have a non-monogamous relationship but as long as you're talking about it then that's when it's okay it's as yeah. soon as you start lying to each other because there's trust that trust is in relationships and trust is so important and mm-hmm. as soon as you're not being honest there's that's just unfair on the other partner and the trust that you've built yeah. together no 100% so, so you can cheat but come clean instantly straight away Yo, and that was my thing though like mm-hmm. in the sense of like I remember going on nights out and I'll cheat and I'll phone her that night at like 4am on the bus home and I'll be like, yeah, like I, I did it again. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was a weekly thing. Yeah. I was cheating weekly. Fuck, man. And she, she just, just still stayed. It. Yeah. But you know what it is though? I think and, codependency, in it. Oh, yeah. Like in a state That's of like, fucking I was her person and like yeah. the only person that really like Got her. was there for her yeah. in a sense of like financially, emotionally, mentally. I was right. providing in that sense, but then also I was lacking in the emotional safety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you, do you, know do you I mean? still talk now? Are you, are you friends or is it like, it, did it fuck up? <laughs> now we ain't friends. Oh, so, I mean, I can understand <laughs> because why. she cheated on you. No, no. You know what? I was actually hella cool. Like, after a bit, I was like, you know what? Like, I did you so dirty. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I was cheating. I cheated on her more than eight times. Wow. I went out of London. You deserve that cheat. To cheat. Do you know what I mean? Like, went on a whole coach. Yeah. Journey, you know. But how did it feel to suddenly be cheated on? Did you then feel differently about what you'd done cheating? No, I felt bad always. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I've always, I always knew it wasn't right. Yeah, it's yeah. a guilt thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, in a sense, I was like, do you know what? Fair play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you what? know what I mean? And once you start, Some people like don't you feel guilty, stop. though. I mean, you'd have to be pretty fucking psychotic <laughs> not to feel guilty. Like, I think people say they don't feel guilty, but, but there's really a shred do. of you that honestly must care about that person that you're still with. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? you wouldn't be with them. And no, that's, that's it. True. Like, even though I think I didn't, I wasn't in love with the girl, mm-hmm. I had mad love for her and I was, like, really inspired by her. Like, she's mm. a beautiful person, like, mm-hmm. super ambitious, driven. Yeah. I've seen her lose her job and then a week later get a new one. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because she just grinded a grafter. So I felt bad in that aspect, you mm-hmm. know, and I think it's natural to. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Do you do you believe that phrase that it's once a cheat, always a cheat, or do you think you can change your ways? Definitely change your ways. I'm definitely yeah. I'm not a cheater now. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. think I think cheating also comes with just the place you're in. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like if definitely. and I think being honest with yourself and say, yo, like a relationship sounds nice in theory, mm. but like it's a lot more work than just like showing up for someone every now and then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you have to be present always. Yeah. you know committed and there's That's like it. there's something that you're lacking if you're gonna go out and cheat like I said like at the end of my relationship one of my conversations with my ex was like I'm scared that I'm gonna cheat on you yeah because I'm not getting what I need sexually out of this relationship yeah. and it's well, your ex yeah it's making me want to sleep with other people mm-hmm Nah, and at least you life. are honest about that. That's like yeah. that's catching it before it even happens. Yeah, and I was so scared about it as well because I my my dad cheated on my mum mm-hmm. and it really like I was really hung up on it and like terrified yeah. of someone doing the same to me and like breaking that trust because I feel like almost when your parents do it, it's like it, it breaks the trust of the whole family, yeah. not yeah, just yeah, their yeah, relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
and then I was I remember I was in therapy and I think it sort of clicked in me that it wasn't really necessarily me being cheated that I was scared of it was me doing that yeah, and me yeah. being the person that was going to hurt thinking people. you have it in you yeah wow yeah exactly yeah, and then because t- yeah. I guess sometimes you're just like oh, I'm going to take on like all my parents like bad traits oh my god yeah. we do anyway we suck them up like sponges fuckers yeah. 100% 100% mm. yeah. yeah but you can you can actively try and not make the same mistakes that your parents did yeah definitely yeah 100% but I also think that comes with T- making a few of the ones they have yeah. done already do you know to. what I mean and being able yeah, to say learning from them fuck I'm really becoming you yeah do you know what I mean that's something I never wanted to do my whole life that's like a game changer it's like I really am my mum or I really am my dad Yo. Like, fuck I need to sort this shit out realising yeah. I was like my dad I was like fuck <laughs> I was like okay. I hate you yeah. do you know what I mean like real life and I had to had to be like nah I want to be more like Tanaka just more yeah. myself yeah and step into my we're own. not our parents we, yeah we've learnt from them yeah. and they've brought us up but we are not them we are not the same people definitely and we can do better mm. how do you feel about like um, you know like abuse right and mm. how that comes into sex depends because abuse is, is quite a strong word nah I don't even mean like rough sex yeah. I mean like you know you're in an abusive relationship right uh-huh. yeah and then like sex is that one way you release attention that's fucked though do you know what I mean yeah. that element but then you can come out of that sexual format and you're still fucked and it's horrible yeah because you lot- get used to yeah, it, yeah, like, yeah yeah wanting that abuse through, through sex mm-hmm. mm, it's so really fun. I've heard so many people close friends as well being like oh like we argued again he hit me why didn't you leave him oh but the sex is so good yeah 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 and it's like it shouldn't be the reason why you stay with somebody who's abusive Mm -hmm. uh, and I don't know what you're getting out of that sex is it because they are so abusive and you're trying so hard to please them that you feel like the sex is the only part where you're actually Uh. pleasing them yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so complicated, and then that also goes into it's like, also like hate sex, isn't it? Like, yeah, 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 hate sex is fucked. Yeah, it does. It turns me on. I, I, <laughs> I like the idea yeah. of hate sex, but it's a fantasy. In reality, yeah, yeah. I absolutely hate it. Fuck number five. The fuck that made me. You know what? I feel like there's been a few fucks though. Do you know what I mean? That one yeah. time, that, that chick I fingered in the club, mm-hmm. that situation changed me. Like, in the sense of, like, I felt like a pimp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, not for the better, so, do you know what I mean? But it did change me. Like, I definitely was, like, I had a falsehood of, like, a big ego. Yeah. You know, and, like, feeling very arrogant of, like, yo, I'm turning like a fucking fuego. Like, I ain't yeah. bitches, you know yeah. what I mean? It just happens. <laughs> so that changed me not for the better, mm, quote, It's a fantasy, unquote. isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it fed that. But then... Mm. You know, that's something that did change my mindset for a while. Mm-hmm. And then I think, yeah, I think my ex before my ex uh-huh. also changed me because like, she was the first person I feel like I felt any emotional connection to. Yeah. And that, that moment was like... But then she also rejected me when, when she found out I was trans. Oh, so fuck. it changed me in the sense of like... Wow. I had to, I had to build back my self-worth and my self-esteem. Yeah. That took like two years, mm-hmm. definitely, to build back. Um, but that changed me for, with that. And then my mm. partner now, she's changed me for the better. That's amazing. In what ways? Um, I'm just, you know, my sex game is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, <laughs> skills. my skill set is mad. Like, if anyone has the chance to get with me, take it up, fam. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't even look back. You'll be excited. Are I'm you ch- non-monogamous? No, no, no. We monogamous right now. <laughs> 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 tempting face. <laughs> uh, 
Yo, but it's um, oh, do you know what I mean? But like, there's always an open dialogue that's always happening between us. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, like we're monogamous right now, yeah, and it works for us right now, yeah. But I'm, do you know what I mean? I'm very aware that like this is someone I see like my the rest of my life with, yeah, right. But I think with that being said, the rest of my life is a long fucking time, mm-hmm. and we have to also be open for other things that might happen. Yeah, you know what I mean. And we're both in like the, inter- the entertainment industry and. Mm. That's a good no. way to be in a monogamous relationship, like not putting all that pressure on it. Yeah, because yeah. like forever, forever. Do you know what I mean? Like forever is a long time, and yeah. forever is always so weird because like your forever could be till you're eighty, my forever could be till I'm. T- you know what I mean? I'm fifty. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we have too many different scales of forever. Yeah, and, and it's I, pressure as well. Yeah. Like the pressure to kind of suppress all those other wants and desires right. that come up in your life yo when I'm 35 I might see a shorty that's real nice yeah. <laughs> and I might be like you know what I want it yeah. you know what I, I mean? might die tomorrow <laughs> for real for real you know mm-hmm. so I think that open dialogue of being like I like where we're at right now mm-hmm. and I could see myself liking it for another six months or a year yeah but after that let's have another conversation mm-hmm. yeah you know what I mean And I think when en- any of these thoughts come up it's good to just chat them over yeah and like not make it into a really big deal as well because yeah. I guess like if you're in a monogamous relationship and they're like oh yeah I kind of like fancy someone else or yeah. I want to fuck yeah. someone else you-, you need to kind of think about it in a way that's not going to like be this like really big um, draw jaw-dropping moment yeah it doesn't have to be a big deal you can literally say to your partner oh like I kind of really fancy this person and they you know you should both feel secure Mm. in your relationship to be able to talk about it and if your partner's like oh I don't know how I feel about that that's kind of made me feel a bit weird and you're like okay cool it's also okay to feel jealous to feel all those weird Mm -hmm. feelings you shouldn't put down your partner for that either exactly and like those feelings are temporary they don't last forever yeah I feel like I feel like um, like I'm thinking of going into sex work actually amazing yeah yeah and it's a conversation I had to have with her yeah do you know what I mean like it's Mm -hmm. an element of like how would you feel if I did pursue that yeah I mean and like I don't know in what field of sex work I want to be in but Mm -hmm. I just feel like I'm very open to like anything and like I'm a hustler so like making money is fun for me yeah and I also like myself do you know what I mean so like why not make money in something I could be passionate about Mm -hmm. yeah and she's definitely made it clear you know right now she doesn't know how she feels yeah do you know what I mean and that's that's good too for fuck's sake Today's sex question is how to be so straight with your no answer that it's taken seriously. I'm a small woman and overall very happy and smiling a lot and have a trouble saying no. And even when I do, I'm not taken seriously. Just the other day, a guy wanted to force himself on me and didn't take no as an answer. How do I avoid this? How can I make myself so clear and be so confident that people take me seriously when I say that I don't want sex, for example? Please help. This is something I struggle with and that may have taken advantage of and forced me to do things sexually. Oh, babe. I'm sorry, baby cakes. I know, that is, oh, that is horrible. That sucks. Fuck. Like, because it's it's such a struggle to actually build up the nerve to say no. So, yeah, yeah, And then yeah. if you're not being taken serious of, like, that's fucked up. That's that's nothing that you're doing wrong. That's an issue no. on their part. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. something that they're they're clearly fucked up in their head. They haven't, they, they don't understand yeah. consent and they think they can take what they want. And that's really unfair mm. to, to you. Don't be afraid to get serious as well. Like, you don't have to make them feel comfortable. That's if it. If they're ignoring your no and you're trying to do it in a nice way 
just get serious with them. Yeah, stand your tone, make your tone stand. I mean, it, it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it is hard Scold when you're in them. that situation, yeah. especially for like push them away. They're around your house or like yeah. you're around yeah. the house and you're trying to make it like nice and light because you don't want to dampen the yeah. mood. Yeah. But if they're not taking no for not, if they're not getting your hints, then you do have to be like, no, not today, maybe another day. And like, also you not know how now. they're going to react though as well. And mm-hmm. like you said, if they're at your house, how are you going to leave? Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think from how she, they, she sounds, she sounds femme. Right, yeah. like a feminine energy. So mm. you don't know how this masculine energy is going to react. Do you know what I mean? Like they could become aggressive. It can yeah. be terrifying. And that's sad that like we have a culture where women have to be afraid, even in their own homes, right? Yeah. Afraid to say no. Yeah, yeah. Cause that's like, crazy. Like, this person, like you said, entitlement. Mm-hmm. Entitlement's a drug. Yeah, that's a proper drug. And- well, this is this just proves that like con- like the conversation of consent hasn't really penetrated a lot of people. Yeah, and like it needs to be talked about at schools because both men and women and everyone need to understand what consent is in all forms yeah and like that doesn't necessarily have to be someone saying no it could be body language yeah it could be someone pushing you away slightly it could be like just not looking like you're enjoying yourself it's sad that this person the person who's the aggressor didn't do you know what I mean? Take into account yeah. all these things because I can yeah. only imagine what her face was saying. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, why would she... you want to do that to somebody? Right. Yeah. Like, uh, there's a difference between having a situation where it's like, yeah, a bit of dom play, yeah, or like yeah, maybe yeah. A, a role play scenario where someone is saying no and the other person's saying yes, but that's a completely like different fetish. The safe words, isn't it? And shit yeah. Like that yeah. For that, like that's know? a fantasy where you talk about that and initiate it and yeah. start it rather than like assuming that that's what you're going to do. I think a lot of guys. I don't want to gender shame, but I think a lot of guys especially watch porn and they see that it's man fucks girl in quite like a hardcore, yeah, no yeah. Cons- non-consensual mm. way. And they think that's how it's supposed to be. So if they do say no or if they're not responding positively, and, you know, the same can be said for women doing the same for men. That's even harder for men to say no. Yeah. Because definitely. it's like, it's almost yeah, like... definitely, definitely. Yeah. It's almost like what your story was earlier when that girl was touching you yeah. and she wouldn't take your, yeah. I'm not comfortable with this, as an answer. Because I think especially when you're masculine energy, you know, mm-hmm. you feel... Like you have to be the stronger one, yeah, right? So yeah. Like to do you know what I mean? To yeah. then to then complain and to quote unquote victimize yourself, mm-hmm. you feel ashamed in that element, yeah. Right? Like how did I allow myself to become the victim? Yeah. When I'm the, do you know what I mean? Like I should be the aggressor, yeah. which is fucked up because which men is are compl- like up. men can be victims too. Yeah. And then also like people with uh, masculine energy feel like. I guess because of the media portraying that to like want sex more have a yeah. higher libido when you don't want to have it it feels like oh but why am I feeling like this am I'm I not allowed, man enough am I allowed mm. to say no what, sh- what What? are they going to think of me that's mm. it especially I think it's that that element of like mm. does she think I'm weird I guess the answer to this question is that it, it's, it's a tricky one because the, there hasn't been enough education there for things like this girl saying no to yeah. me heard yeah which is crazy but i guess what what can she do now Mm. well the thing is it's not even a question of what can she do because Mm. it shouldn't be her that's making the change you are doing everything right um i mean you could be like maybe say no more but like there's that's that's even like a fucked up thing to say anyway i think what you can do now for yourself is talk to someone yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think that's the best thing you can do for your own emotional, mental and physical health mm-hmm. is talk to someone, get checked. Um, 
start jujitsu, yeah. so you can just put them in a chokehold. Yeah, yeah. self defense class. That's what you feel like you need to do. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we shouldn't even have to do yeah. self defense classes. But you're right. Like, if that's what makes you feel more confident to right. be able to say no in a situation, and she where said you she's feel small, like you right? Can't. Yeah. So obviously, I think like in her stature, she must feel inferior. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So find mm. ways to just empower yourself. Mm-hmm. Talk to yeah. somebody. Talk to a professional and yeah. understand the way that you felt and the situation more. Because yeah. don't blame yourself. And if you know you the do. guy and you still know him, like really hold him accountable. Definitely. Do you know what I mean? Like then I'll just hit him up and be like, "Yo, yeah. bro, I really felt a type of way about what happened the exactly. other night." And do you know what I mean? I don't want to downplay my feelings. Yeah. You made me feel uncomfortable. Look, I think that's a really important point. You know what I mean? I think when yeah. you can, if you if you feel comfortable enough, right, and it's got to be in yourself to approach the perpetrator yeah. then that's taking back the power mm-hmm. do you know what I mean in the most yep. ultimate way because now you're leaving him with with feelings that he has to deal with yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean but then uh, I mean we could be said to like do you do you want to do that do you yeah, want to yeah 100% you have to feel that, comfortable in yourself because that's also that, that would be giving them a lot of energy yeah. and it might might re- bring up some stuff that you're not necessarily comfortable with or you could tell them mm. and then they react really badly towards it yeah, yeah which does happen yeah it yeah. definitely does happen um, yeah, but definitely. then that that isn't anything that you've said or done wrong you've tried to be honest and open don't be nasty just say this is how I felt and um, just you can expect that they might might be shitty back, but then that's yeah. their fucking issue. That's their issue and I'd yeah. definitely say, just from like a personal standpoint, like I've definitely been in like I can honestly hold my hands up and like I've been in a situation before where like shortly felt like I was, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I wasn't respecting her mm-hmm. fully, and she called me the next day and she told me, yeah, do you know what I mean? And we had that conversation, mm-hmm. and then I had to take it upon myself to educate myself mm. and not really just saying sorry but showing her through actions mm-hmm. that I'm bettering myself and the experiences with all the other women I have sex with you know what I mean and now she's my best friend yeah. amazing you know what I mean but that, yeah. that's that's a case of like it wasn't I don't think as severe as that mm-hmm. but like do you know what I mean like you have to show especially when you're the perpetrator if you're someone who's been in that position before mm-hmm. you have to take it upon yourself to be better and to do better and then to also teach others to be better yeah hold other people accountable Fucking hell. So this week's sex story, we're going to have a little spoken word instead. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Ooh, to like a fuego. Crackers, wild. <laughs> I love that I'm doing it for myself. <laughs> um, this poem is called Decolonization of a Queer Carcass. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on BBC Sounds um, with also another exclusive snippet of another poem called Stew. Um, it's based on my relationship with my body and my culture and how that intertwines. Yeah, I... In this poem, I am not colonised. This smile is not as sweet as molasses. These bones are not for consumption like plantain or planting this hair is not cotton. It's not easy for the pickings of my white lover's fingertips in this poem. I am just a masculine energy within a vessel I did not get to choose. I am a mother's son, and in this poem she agrees I'm crop-top summers, hood nigger winters, any honey, lemon, ginger and garlic cold remedy the type when I was ten. My mother would stew over in this poem. I am rice and oxtail stew. Wholesome. And the perfect antidote for any bad day in this poem, there are still bad days. But within them, I am not a commodity. 
not queer collateral damage by the hands of government in this poem i know my father like know him know him know his favorite color his favorite song know how he felt seeing my mother down the aisle for the very first time in this poem i hear the words i love you and my hands loosen the grip of the noose around my neck meaning that in this poem on days when i thought that god is letting me slip through his fingertips it is not because I'm slipping in a pool of my own blood, but more so floating in a bed of my mother's tears, meaning that in this poem, my mother's love is my savior, not the reason for my demise. Thank you. Oh, that oh, was so good. So beautiful. Are you welling up as well? Nah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I appreciate you not lying. <laughs> I was like, wow, well, really nice. juicy. Uh, that was amazing. Thank you so much. So incredible. It was really good. Yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate, but we have to fuck off now. Ah. <sighs> Thank you so much for coming on. It was Thank so great, me. honestly. Really enlightening. You said some amazing things. Yeah. I'm going to take them home with me. Write them in your journal. So where can our curious fuckers find you? Um, on Instagram at tanaka.fuego T-A-N-A-K-A dot F-U-E-G-O Nice um, On YouTube as well Tanaka Fuego mm-hmm. Amazing And on BBC Sounds On BBC Sounds as well Yes That's Amazing Oh at Bermondsey Space Bermondsey Project Space There's oh, cool. an exhibition That was a part of For um, refugees Amazing yeah, yeah, yeah. Wonderful Thanks so much Oh, baby. Sorry, it snuck out of nowhere. Uh, Thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Um, Delicious. Yeah, I I hope to see you again soon. Everyone, please remember to rate our podcast, give it a lovely review, and subscribe. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. And also, if you've got any sex questions or sex stories, please email us at fks givenpodcast at gmail.com mm, yeah we really need your stories right we now we really need your stories like yeah. short little paragraph stories mm, sure. really need them 150 words <laughs> under 150 <laughs> words no more no. <laughs> oh. I mean if you have to that's, that's fine too if it's, if, yeah if it's like an epic then mm. please share this podcast and if you want to follow us on Instagram we are c-o-m-e curious and our personal ones are f- oh. at Florence Bark and at Reed Amber X. Yeah, baby. Yes. Yeah, right, Follow we're, us. We're going to fuck off now. Yeah, we'll fuck off. See you. Love you, curious See fuckers. You next week. Bye, Hear curious fuckers. I like You'll you, fuckers. Bye. Bye. Looking for a new podcast to listen to? Here's what we love, courtesy of ACAST Recommends. Hi, I'm Zibby Owens, and along with Tracy Cox, who is an international sex expert and author of 17 books, I co-host the podcast Sex Talk with Zibby and Tracy, and it's S-E-X-T-O-K. And the reason we have it as Sex Talk is because we happen to be viral TikTok (laughs) stars at the moment with some of our videos getting over 1.1 million views. So listen to us. I am totally shy and squeamish. She is super open, British, and hilarious. Listen to us each week as Tracy answers three anonymously sourced questions about all the things you talk to your girlfriends about. Listen on Acast or wherever you get your podcast, Sex Talk with Zibby and Tracy. Acast, Acast, Acast recommends. recommends.